Good evening, you're about to listen to our programming. We don't know why, however we are grateful you chose to. We do wish to inform you that the views, opinions and overall morality, do not necessarily reflect those of the station, interview guests, sponsors or musical entities. If you should choose to continue, and we sincerely hope that you do. Just know, we try to advise you against these actions and we are not responsible for any damage done to your sanity, morals or ideals. Thank you. Here comes the terrible siren. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house. I'm going to make sure that I get everyone stirring, especially my spouse. There she is. See, she stirred. Hate it. I hate it here. Help. <laughs> Welcome to one of the last two episodes of The Odd Pod. That is right. Uh, we are ending the odd pod. Yay! It's over! Everyone can go home now. This is The experiment failed. No, actually, uh, what we're doing is we're ending the odd pod and we're rebranding. You might have noticed that... Again! The, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again! Again! Let's go again! Another one. Another one. <laughs> ah, but... You up for the reason that we're rebranding is a smart one and a good one yes because to some to everyone <laughs> and if and, yeah if they don't agree stop it then then they're not one of us Simple as that. But anyways, we're rebranding for the reason of visibility. Um, I realize that there are a couple of other odd pod podcasts out there and it was getting to be difficult to stand out or have people easily find us so about a f- two th- two and a half weeks ago i started yeah. using the hashtag cult of odd and i wanted the tag for that with all of our posts Everyone that was sharing the stuff was instructed to leave hashtag cultivad. They didn't ask. They didn't question. No. Which might be the weirdest thing. Oh, stop it. I'm done with you walking around this house calling him leader. It's really getting creepy, dude. Good morning, leader. Stop it. Maybe you should just get on board with that. No. Never. Just remember, in any good cult, there's always someone willing to. Good. They can deal with the bullshit. Uh, but no. Um, so I, I just said you start using the hashtag cultivad, and nobody really questioned it. Why did nobody question when you start using a cult hashtag? That's where I start going. Mm, maybe. No. We do you realize that that's why he did this? Oh, I know. Us talking about his religion and making fun that it was going to be a cult. That's why he did this. Can you please stop? No. Branding and marketing is something I'm really good at. Okay. <laughs> it's weird to think that I'm the first lady of a cult. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so nobody questioned it and I ran with it. And uh, I did some checking on the back end of things. Mm-hmm. And I found that not only was nobody ever using the hashtag Cult of Odd, nobody was using it as a podcast name. Nobody. I'm the only one. single person. So I quietly changed everything. 
Yeah. Some people got notified on Facebook that right. it was changed. But I didn't Odd say time. that I was changing everything. No, everything I just, just went changed. through and changed. We got a couple of messages like, what? Okay. As of January 1st, the Odd Pod becomes the Cult of Odd. And as such, we're going to play with it. We're going to have some fun. Um, like so the new intros tonight. If you noticed, yes, the new intros. There are also new audio bits that will be there. Um, we are we are one. And we hope that you will be one with us. I hate it. <laughs> the, fa- the fact that all of us, are- this has been a topic of our household. For the last, like, week and a half. But the fact that every time you come up with something new for it, we're all just like, yeah, okay. And then when it's in practice, it's like, ooh, this is weird. I don't think it's weird. I like it. Of course you would. (laughs) I will be honest. It seems to be the consensus. I know. Because there are three people that I had to run this change by. Yeah. And uh, the first one is my station manager, which he was like, hell yeah, man, that's great. Go for it. The next one is my publicist, who was like, "Yeah, I like it. It's catchy. It'll, it'll, it'll fine, de- yeah, yeah, it'll make you stand out." And based on the way I describe the show, he's like, "Yeah, that'll work." And then the third person also told me that it was okay. And the third person is also important, but we're not going to mention why. We're just going to say I had three people I had to run the name change by, and it all got their stamp of approval. And it was at that moment that I decided, okay. Let's do this. Oh, yes. The recent graduate of Jim Jones Sidestepping Bullshit Academy. Yep. Mm, as such... Flavor-Aid, motherfucker. Flavor-Aid. As such, all of the merch that has the Odd Pod logo and anything to do with the Odd Pod will be pulled down at 11.59 on December 31st. So if there's anything that you've had your eye on, now is the time to get it. Because as of January 1st, the Odd Pod will be no more. We are starting the new year fresh as the Cult of Odd. It's our rebirth. We are being born as the Cult of Odd. Don't you want to be born with us? Don't you want to be new? Don't you want to be completely renewed? We just got creepy. Who just said, so I'm just going to say this about Planky. He's probably one of the most supportive people on the face of the planet. That is, is. That is correct. so true. But I will also say that Planky loves my wild ass ideas because they always seem to land me on my feet. I have seen, Planky was over here recently. Uh And I remember you talking about this to him and then just watching his face go, "Uh uh-huh. We'll do it, man. Yeah, it's but the look on his face as you were talking was like, "This motherfucker has lost his mind, and I'm gonna ride the crazy wave." <laughs> and it was fun. Worked so far. <laughs> it hasn't worked out bad for him yet. No. <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah, um, all the merch is coming down, and uh, we are going to put up. I've already got new designs and stuff that I've been working on. There's going to be stuff going up fairly quickly, so. If uh, there is anything that you've had your eye on, get it while you can, because it will be gone. Let me say, the poster you just designed that will be going up after everything comes down Mm -hmm. is probably the most beautiful poster I've ever seen you make. I'm so proud of that poster. It's so beautiful. Well, I used some of the little extra money that I had. Yeah. And I bought uh, a few things to help with my graphic designing. Yeah. I really think that that was probably the prettiest thing you've ever done. You've done a lot of great designs. Oh, honey, I've done you. Cut my mic. I'm done. That was a compliment. What are you upset about? I called you pretty. The look on your face. That's why. Anyways, continue. Your words are different than your eyes. Say, stop it. <laughs> no, like it. That's why Jim Jones wore those sunglasses. <laughs> no, that was all the cocaine. <laughs> that too. <laughs> anyway. Cocaine! Why do you turn into the principal from American Dad? <laughs> cocaine! <'Cause... laughs> oh, it's been a long week, but i'm really proud of the new work that you're doing with the cult of odd stuff like everything that you've made 
it's like the Midas touch. It's turned to gold. It's been absolutely beautiful. When you hit a streak of inspiration and you run with it, it's amazing what you can come up with. And I love that. However, what I do not love is the time that you've been working 14-hour days and I have yet to see you at all this week. I'm right here. This is still work. Yeah. This is still work. A cult life is never an easy one. A cult or a cult? Both. Correct. Cthulhu. Listen, enough about that coffee cup. <laughs> Cthulhu. But Did no, Cthulhu, Cthulhu fits though because we we've, uh, we've added the tentacles. I I turn. I, I wanted the logo to look squiddish. And it does. And it's beautiful. Octopi-ish, squid-ish, whatever. Cephalopod-ish. They're passing things around. I didn't get to show him yeah, the yeah, cup I, from last no. year. Yeah. How they were spelled. Yeah. So, anyways. Starbucks cup. Yeah. It, it, Cult of Odd is starting uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, we are also... We have interviews all through... The month of January and into February um, coming tonight. We uh, we have an interview roulette with uh, Mark Christopher Lawrence, uh, a great uh, character actor, um, comedian. Uh, he's also a really spiritual dude. Like he's he's he seems to be one of the most sincere people you've ever spoken. To. Yeah, like he is. You could see it like it wasn't like he is an actor. Like it was, he was a person who happens to be an actor, and he was just excited to speak to somebody. Yeah, he was the nicest person. He's a dude who acts versus an actor. actor. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Like I I I I literally like Mark Christopher Lawrence is is like one of those dudes that you could run into at your buddy's house and hang out and build a friendship with. He's like a cool dude. He seems like, like a total sweetheart. I mean, I got him to sing. He sang to you. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, you guys will actually hear that. That's part of the uh, the interview roulette. But uh, Mr. Brown said, I got Ollie a bath bomb for Christmas. Yay! Is it in the mailbox? Wait, does it actually explode? <laughs> because knowing you, Mr. Brown... It would be shaped like an actual bomb. Yeah. Knowing who listen, knowing who listens to this show, I probably shouldn't say the word bomb too many times. Bum, 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 bum. Stop. We're using cult and bomb in the same show. I should stop. I'm going to stop saying bomb. I want you to know tonight, uh, for the, the first song block, we have uh, the that new song from the Chinchillionaires. Yay again! We have Cup of Cheer. Um, we also have a song from Carmel Liberty, uh, Christmas on the Rocks. Yay. And uh, one that I made. I know what it is. It, it's, it, I, I, it's the only Christmas song that I, I, I made. I know. What? You're so special. I thought it turned out well. But uh, it is Christmas Eve, and as such, we have some stuff in store for you that uh, is dealing directly with the the whole holiest of and jolliest of holidays. Um, all you of, hate it. Don't I do. Even. I can't stand Christmas. <laughs> all of the songs, though, tonight are Christmas songs. <laughs> Heavy quotations on that. Uh yeah. Yeah, because I had to sit here and listen to him go through a thousand songs and pull this. Some of them are shorter songs, so your song blocks are going to be a little longer than normal. Uh, you might get four songs instead of three, or five songs instead of three, just because the songs themselves are short. However, um, they are all Christmas songs. <sighs> Every time. Come on, some of the, there, there's great stuff in here. There really is. It's it's not any of the stuff that like there might be one or two that you've heard before, but I guarantee there is a lot in this list you've never heard before. So you're gonna want to stay through the whole show tonight because it's it's there's a, there's there's music in them there hills. My God. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I do also want to let you know that uh, next week our last show 
um, we'll have the boys back together again. Uh, Ace and Corey will be joining me for the last episode of The Odd Pod. We'll see if they'll want to stick around and join the cult of Odd. We both know they've already joined the cult behind the scenes. (laughs) Yeah. This is your right-hand man and your altar boy. You want to take a guess at who's who? Oh, I know. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to say Corey's the altar boy. You're right. 150%. Yeah. Although, although, even though Ace is like my right-hand man, those roles are more realistically flipped because Corey will do damn near anything I ask him to do. So will the altar boy. Yes. That's what I'm trying to tell you here. But you would also figure that the right hand man would do that, and he the right hand man is one you discuss things with. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna do this. What do you think? I don't think you should do it. Good to know, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it's like too. Every single time. Well, I've been I've been showing Ace the 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 change and stuff. Like I'm, I wanted to make sure that he was like, no, I'm not joining a cult. Fuck that. Nope, 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 nope. It's not a cult. Not again. It's just a podcast. It's not a cult. No, a podcast. may look like a cult, walk like a cult, and talk like a cult, but eh, it's just a podcast. Right, ignore the guys in robes. So was Apple White running VHSs on how much... <laughs> hey, man, but at least everybody got a brand new pair of Nikes. <laughs> just had to pay a sack for them. Yeah, well, you know, they weren't using it anyways. I mean, you're not wrong, but still. Hey, Get most people left nut for them Nike. Look, man, most people drop a bag on a pair of shoes, anyways. <laughs> Will you stop laughing at his shitty jokes? <laughs> yeah, listen. No, let's be honest. The only thing that's going on here is ever since you started this, Billy has walked around this house calling you leader. He's trying to get above me. But what he doesn't realize is he can't. Because I'm trying to show glory to our glorious leader. Listen, you little brown noser. <laughs> you know, I would like to point out, though, that I do have the dream three-pack right here in the house. I have a blonde, a brunette, and a redhead. Look, after the discussion we all had this morning, I don't want to hear anything about a dream pack. Just say it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching our numbers go up and down and up and down and up and down. (laughs) The fuck are they talking about? No, I'm out. No. That's what it feels like. The blonde gets scared and leaves. The redhead don't give a fuck. She'll stay through anything. As long as you're feeding the brunette, he doesn't care either. I'm the brunette. Yeah, you're the blonde. Oh. <laughs> and the fact that you didn't know. <laughs> I just cements it. Oh, we, got, we got a few minutes before I got to go to the, our first break, and I did want to, to say something. So, I told you that this is a story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I can't drink alcohol, um, Ollie had picked up ginger beer for me. And when she brought it to the car, I smiled because I, I was happy to see it. Um, the first drink, though, put an even bigger smile on my face. Um, the reason she bought the, the ginger beer is because tomorrow is Christmas and there's wine in the house and, and everyone else can drink something, um, you know, so the, the ginger beer is, is a replacement for me. Um, but uh, the last time that I had ginger beer that I can clearly remember was sitting, talking with somebody who is no longer with us. Mm. Um, so I've mentioned this before. I did my own little stint in the uh, state-sanctioned rubber room, um, and I made a friend while I was there. It just sounds like a jailhouse. It kind of is. Yeah. State-funded rubber room. I, I mean, either way, like you, you can't. Anyways, I was in the loony bin, and I made friends. And I made friend with uh, friends with the, my roommate. Actually, he was a really nice guy. 
Um, he was from New Zealand and had moved to America and specifically Michigan because he fell in love with a woman who lived here. Um, no, he'd been here for a while. Um, but, uh, his issue was, is that because of the type of work that he did, he was in construction and roofing and, and, yeah. and whatnot. Um, his feet were all fucked up. Um, he had, uh, something called tarsal tunnel. Yeah. It, yeah. And with, and it sounds exactly like what it is. It's, it's carpal tunnel of the feet. <laughs> and it was a severe case. And, uh. He was in a lot of pain, and he was on pain meds, and he was getting tired of the the pain meds. He wanted to to find out what was actually going wrong, because all they kept doing is pumping him full of drugs and pumping him full of drugs, and he was getting sick from the drugs. Welcome to the American healthcare system. Yeah, and so um, he, the story that he told me, and it, this was co- co- corroborated later by his wife and kids, is that. He was in the the ER because he was in a lot of pain. And when they they said, well, all we can do is give you drugs, you know, he got pissed off and he was like, well, I might as well kill myself if you can't actually help me. And because of the way the laws are, the minute you say that, you get thrown in the loony bin. You get a 72-hour hold. Freedom of speech? What's that? Yeah. So anyways, he was my roommate and I was in there a week. And I was in there a week because after the 72-hour hold, they decided that they were going to try and keep me. Because I had an attitude. You? Yeah. Attitude? No. Yeah. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I ended up getting out of there and uh, he and I stayed in contact. And after we were out, about a month later, I had went to visit him at his house in, in Wyandotte. And while I was there, um, he had given me ginger beer because it was something that he enjoyed from, uh-huh. I, I guess it's popular in New Zealand. or, or Yeah, it is. And uh, he was like, have you ever had ginger beer? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, there's no alcohol in it. And I was like, oh, cool. He's like, you want to try it? Sure. And so, like, taking that first drink reminded me of sitting and, and talking with him, both of us uh, ex-Looney Bin patients, and just trying to figure out what the fuck that whole thing was about. But uh, I ended up finding out a uh, year or two later, he, he ended up taking his own life. The pain was too much, and they weren't doing anything for him, and kind of kind of don't blame him. He was in so much pain he couldn't handle it. Yeah, there, there's a point. I understand that, uh, you know, if if you're feeling depressed and, and you want to talk to somebody, there, there's resources there. Hell, just listen until we end the show. Um, there's, there's, Did it play beforehand? Uh, no. Okay. Usually it plays before and after. Like, I'm not sure what plank he's trying to do there. I don't know. But... There are certain cases, like, um, we've had conversations about this before at the, in the house, but um, I'm kind of okay with medically assisted suicide. Like, yeah. I, I get the point behind it. I understand that there's sometimes you hit a point where it's like, why do you want to keep fighting? Like, cancer patients, terminally ill people that are like, well, you know, you could still have six months. I don't want them. I don't if want them. Like, if you're going to be in so much pain, you can't move. You yeah. Can't, it's some a quality people, of life at that Yeah, point. some people don't want the pain. Some people don't want to be the burden. You know, they should have every right, in my opinion, to, you know, yeah. take their own life should they choose. And to do so safely and medically. However, whatever. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I, I, I don't blame him. I understand the pain that he was in and, and how how it was making him feel. And I get it. Um, I do miss talking to him. Um, Ross was his name. He he was a, a good guy. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that was my ginger beer story, and it was depressing. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, well, 
Here's the thing, though. Like, Christmas, we, we've built it up to be this holly, jolly, bright, and colorful thing. But, but it's not that for everybody. It's, it, was, it wasn't that in the beginning. Christmas was a time that you also told ghost stories. You know, Christmas had just as much spooky around it as Halloween did. You know, they, they're built from the same people. <laughs> Halloween's a pagan holiday. Christmas is a pagan holiday. Keep your Christ out of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> There's no war on Christmas, just war on corporate Christmas. That, because we've had this discussion too, is we prefer Yule anyway. It's celebrating the solstice. You'll do what? Anything. We I've know. heard. Sorry. <laughs> we know. Oh, Billy, no. <laughs> if that's true... I might as well just sleep on the couch upstairs so you can have my place in bed. I don't want it. He does, apparently. I don't care what he wants. <laughs> That's not a good cult leader. Okay. <laughs> Ask me if I care. No, I. you know what? I have nothing against it, but there better never be a man in my bed. <laughs> Other than me. <laughs> I say <laughs> I mean I've said this numerous times before I'm okay with the idea of uh, multiple partners in bed and yeah. whatnot but my dick is the only one in my fantasy yeah. so if you're in my bed guess whose fantasy you're riding uh, that was that was a bad phrase <laughs> the fact that you make yourself laugh I always make myself laugh. That's the whole point of it. (laughs) Have y'all not figured this out yet? I do this for me. If y'all get a laugh out of it, great. You know, that's wonderful. But this this is... I'm masturbating on air. Hands above the desk. (laughs) Can I just say the best part about this is when you say stuff like that, I hear the dog literally across the room go... <laughs> like, this. Do- <laughs> my dog's like this is my owner. This should have stayed outside under them steps. In oh, don't give me that. He is such a little daddy's boy. He is. Yeah, he wants to be. There's only room in your heart for one thing in this world. Yes, and one, I know it's one not furry me. creature. No, one thing at all. Hot chocolate pie. No, that's no. you. Oh, that's from his stomach. Yeah, no. The Kiki. cat. The cat my is Kiki. His... It's my Kiki. Even your cat's tried to attach to him, and he's like, I'm okay, I have my own. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, our cat's an asshole, so I don't blame you there. No, it's just, I don't know, me and, me and Kite have a weird bond. Like, I don't know he's why. He's upstairs playing right yeah. now. I don't know why or how it happened, but me and the, the the Kiki, we are we are on the same wavelength. I think it's because Moose doesn't respect my boundaries. I, I don't like a lot of physical touch to begin with. Moose is like, you're laying down. What yeah. Thing? The cat, on the other hand, he almost acts like he's asking permission when he comes over. Like, he'll sit there and he'll look at me. And he'll just sit there and wait for me to see him. <laughs> yeah. And I'll look at him and I'll say hi and, you know, he'll perk up and come nuzzle on me and then that's like, okay, we both have consented to physical touch yeah. here. <laughs> Moose, on the other hand, is, hi, how you doing? Moose will just rape you for love. Basically. He just, my favorite thing is when you- You ever wake- been moose raped? I have. Oh, yeah. no. We all have. My favorite thing is in the morning when Chris, like, first wakes up. Moose realizes he's awake and will crawl, like slow crawl up the bed while he's stretching. And then will crawl, he will crawl up on Chris's chest and then nuzzle underneath his beard. Like, good morning, Dad. The cat realizes I'm awake, picks his head up, looks at me like, you good? Uh, I look back, yeah, I'm good. Cat lays back down. Yeah. Unless I'm going up the stairs. And then he's up there with you. That's only because he wants in the bathroom because he's a whore for water. He wants you to turn the faucet on in the sink so he can lay there and drink it. Maybe he's trying to protect you. Like a good kiki. 
That would seem more the case because the water seems to be a very much secondary concern as of these days. He is making sh- he'll sit by the door, or he'll sit by my feet and does look he at think the door. There's a danger since Mars moved in. Does he think Mars is going to attack you for using the bathroom? I don't know, but uh, I've noticed the trend in how he he handles our bathroom trips now and it's it's like has always gone with you to the bathroom he's always gone with me to the bathroom but the Never behavior now guard. yeah because mars will beat at the door until he can get it pushed open slightly yeah. and put his head in and then he'll see kite and slink away yeah so all right so here we go you're gonna get uh interview roulette with uh mark christopher lawrence you're going to get a song from me song from the chichillionaires and a song from carmel liberty merry christmas i uh i don't hope your tree burns down you're listening to the odd pod on tap detroit and we'll be back after this bye now it's time for our patreon shout out Big thanks to Bryce Rogers, Tiki, Billy Yum, Justin Burnside and Zaldor of Zaldor's World Podcast for becoming a patron. Welcome to Anf for joining the Cult of Odd Plus. We hope you enjoy our long, uncut and girthy uh, episodes until you're fully satisfied and left shaking from laughter. For everyone else, you can join our Patreon too. Just head to patreon.com forward slash cult of VOD. Become a patron and reap the benefits today. A new year is almost upon us. A chance at new beginnings, new affirmations and a new you. Don't you want a new you? Isn't the old you, tired, hopeless and full of toxicity that needs to be purged? We can help, we can make you better. We only require permission, consent to letting us in and we'll show you a whole new you. Stay tuned, we'll be here. Waiting. Watching. For you to make the right choice. The only choice there is. Join us. Join us and you'll never be alone again. We promise. Let's do interview roulette. Yes. And uh, you you picked uh, five numbers before we got started with this. And uh, the first question that you picked, what is the worst smell you have ever smelt? Vomit. Vomit? Yeah, I, I was I was I was working uh, many years ago at this club in in Santa Maria, and this lady on the front row hurls in the middle of my set, and I was like, "Boy, talk about commentary!" But it's like I don't know what she had eaten, what she drank. It the smell of it made me wretch. I was <laughs> so so now I'm a sympathetic puker. You puke. <laughs> well, I can't be that friend that holds your hair because now you got vomit on your neck. <laughs> uh, what horror fiction character scares you the most? Um, wow. I believe it's it's the, the last movie that's, that made me jump was uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis. What was that? Was that Halloween? Halloween Kills. Yeah. The, the, not the, not the, the, the last, but, but before. Oh, the okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so like in the, in the 80s. Yeah. That, okay. I was, on, I was on a date and I did the, looked at my watch and uh, get my arm up and settle for about two seconds and something happened and I jumped. And my forearm hit the back of her head. <laughs> and people behind us were laughing. And I was laughing. I couldn't stop laughing the rest of the movie. It's like throughout the movie, it's like I go, <laughs> just started cracking up. And needless to say, they did go well. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you forearm the back of their head, they, they kind of don't like it. Yeah, they don't like the forearm on the back of the head. <laughs> Although I will say, on the, the first night my, my wife and I spent together, I uh, I threw her into a cement wall by accident, and she still <laughs> married me. So <laughs> maybe it was the concussion. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking. Honestly, <laughs> um, are you a superhero movie fan? 
Yeah, I like superhero movies. What's your favorite superhero movie? <sighs> I gotta go with Iron Man. Yeah? Yeah, the first one. Yeah, solid. Solid choice. Yeah. I mean, anytime you you, you, you pull your own heart out, put something else in there. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to be honest, Robert Downey Jr. is like the perfect Tony Stark. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's hard for me to think that there's going to be somebody else doing it. There won't be. Oh, they're not going to do it? I no, they, I, there's I not going to They won't be Tony Stark. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, you got to remember with comics, they 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 change people out every so often, story arcs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with the way Marvel is doing things right now, uh, opening up the multiverse, anybody could play any role at this point because yeah. it's the multiverse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I probably need a role. I probably need one of those Marvel roles. Hey, Marvel, if you're listening. Yeah, hire Mark Christopher Lawrence. I could see him as a superhero. Yeah. If you okay, let's go. If you could play a superhero, who would you want to play? Ooh. Or villain, you know, if that's your thing. I would love to play a villain. Uh, I don't know who is specific. I, I would want to create a new villain. I think you know, somebody, somebody that's that hasn't been seen before. Somebody that somebody that's like like a serial killer kind of guy. You know, they, they always say they're, they're so quiet and so nice. <laughs> you know, like, 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 uh, like Lithgow on, on Dexter. Yeah. You know, first time you see him, he's bringing this lady's puppy back. Oh, I found him. And next time you see her, she's bleeding out in the tub. Well. <laughs> you know, somebody, somebody that's sinister, you see him and, and it's like, oh, he seems like a really nice guy, but there's something odd about it. <laughs> that's, that's who I want to play. <laughs> time to start writing. <laughs> right. Um, what song is important to you and you would want to be used to remember you? Mm. Worth. So it's a, it's a gospel song by, uh, I want to say Anthony, I want to say Anthony Hamilton, but that name might be wrong. And it's, uh, you thought I was worth, you thought I was worth saving, so you came, changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping, and you cleaned me up inside, but I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life, so I could be free, so I can be whole, and I can tell everyone I know. I like it. Yeah. All right. Last question for interview roulette. What gives you the creeps? Spiders. Yeah. Arachnophobia. Uh, It's not so much that, that I'm afraid of spiders. They're just sneaky. You know, they get in your clothes and they'll crawl in your mouth and in your ears. And, you know, just spiders give me the creeps. That's fair. I, uh, my wife is the same way. She, she's gotten better over the years, especially being with me, because like, I'm just like a live and let live type policy. Yeah, yeah. I saw a meme on the internet a while back that was like, what if the change you find in the couch is actually rent or from the spiders trying to play, pay rent? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man, <laughs> I've been killing my tenants. <laughs> But no, I have a very much live and let live policy with the spiders. I, I don't mind them. Every so often while I'm sitting here in the, my studio, one will fall, drop down, and I'll just look at it and like, hey, it gets a little too close to the equipment. I just blow them away. Mm. Yeah, they kind of creep out. I was in, I was in Australia once. And, and, oh, that's uh, the worst place to be afraid of spiders. Ten at. most deadly spiders, 10 of the most deadly snakes, sharks, you know, any given thing can kill you there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but every day you had to shake out your clothes, make sure there's nothing in there. It's like, ah. I lived in Arizona for a little bit, and uh, we had a horrible black widow infestation. That was the only mm. time that I was creeped out by spiders. Is because, yes. like, they were on our back porch, they were on our front porch of the apartment complex, like, and there was bunch bunches of them. And I'm just like, I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> mm. Yeah, creepy spiders are creepy. All right. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk with me. And uh, 
go through the interview process with me again. Uh, you said uh, you've got some comedy dates coming up and uh, we'll make sure we link to your website, markchristopherlawrence.com. And, and all my social media is on the website. Um, any movie that you're working on that you can give us something about or. Um, I have something coming up. I think we, we're scheduled to probably shoot around March. It's called lying together. Shout or he'll know where you hide. Zombie Claus is coming to town. He's eating a wrist and chewing it twice. A little fresh brain with peppers, quite nice. Zombie Claus is coming to town. He eats you when you're sleeping. He buys when you're awake. He chews if you've been bad or good. So just hide for goodness sakes. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not shower, he'll know where you hide. Zombie Claus is coming to town. St. Clair, St. St. Clair Shores, Michigan, and when we're feeling odd, which is much of the time, <laughs> we listen to The Odd Pod on tapdetroit.com. We want... Oh, come on! I don't care. You're cleaning that up. Child of 
the mountain fog Rain a distillery down by the bog All the people in the holler called her a witch But tis, tis She made medicine and made a brood mushroom tea Whiskey shine and she taught it to me And to this day I'm a hard drink son of a bitch Yeah, She's sitting there in a rocking chair that stinks. Motor City Candleworks is Metro Detroit's number one source for premium handmade incense, as well as hand sanitizer and now massage oil, with a wide array of scents inspired by Michigan cities and attractions. You're sure to find a fragrance that'll keep your love of the mitten burning all year round. Head to MotorCityCandleworks.com and order yours today. And make sure you find them on Facebook, too, for all of their upcoming sales and events. Motor City Candleworks. Michigan handmade scents that just makes sense. That smell. The kind of smelly smell. It's time for seasonal beer and holiday cheer. Come on, everybody, gather round. They'll be dancing and singing those sleigh bells ringing and everyone you love is in town. So for those who don't call you on Christmas Tell them to go stuff a stocking Everyone knows they'll get nothing but coal when Santa Claus comes a knocking Oh, holiday schmoliday, wish they would call a day Don't worry, you're not alone Oh, you've been waiting all year to celebrate Holiday. 
good golly, it's Christmas. Everyone's drunken and jolly. Everyone's drunken and jolly. Everyone's drunken and jolly. Good golly, it's Christmas. Hi, it's me again. Are you tired of not fitting in? Do you long to be part of a group? To give yourself over to a collective energy greater than your own? You're welcome here. You're worthy. We already love you. Let our love in. Embrace the unknown and give in to the magnetic pull of our leader. Our leader. Our leader. Our leader. He loves you, just the way you are. Join us. We are many. We are one. We are love and devotion. You will never be lonely again. Your family may not understand and accept you, but we will. Our love is pure and just. We have been waiting for you. you, you. Find us. Join us. Become us. Join the cult of And we're back. Join the cult of Odd. You can find it on every social media platform that you could think of right now. Um, we also have a Reddit, r slash cultivod. Oh, so God, that's not good. I, uh, that's not good. I wanted to... Uh, <laughs> the look at- Is that on the link tree? I don't know. No, it's not. But it's not that important to be on the link tree just yet. Gotcha. Oh, no. But... I will say this, that uh, if people message me that they have signed up, I am looking for admins and moderators and stuff like that. So uh, if you're one of the first to join, there's a good chance that you'll get picked if you so want that. But it also means... I'm a little busy right now. You want to be an admin and a mod? So r slash cult of odd. And uh, all you got to... All you got to do is email us. The show has a new email. It is <laughs> Sorry. cultofodd at gmail.com. That'll be changing. The website will be changing, too. Uh, we're going to do away with everything that ties us to the odd pod. The only thing that hasn't changed yet is my TikTok. Because that's because you have to wait a while. Yeah. And if I can't get cultofodd TikTok, like if someone snakes me to it for whatever reason... I mean, realistically, I could have just started a new one. I don't have that many followers on the Odd Pod one right now, anyways. So, um, there it is. Join us. Become a member of the Cult of Odds. There is the Cult of Odds. Yeah. There is Cult of Todd. And then it's Cult Food. Yeah. So. Okay. So, uh,. Everything, like I said, will switch over, and uh, we will be the cult of odd moving forward, which means, too, episode titles um, will change before it was so-and-so enters the odd pod, and now... So-and-so joined the cult of odd. Well, actually, I think... I'm torn, because I think that would be cool. So-and-so enters the compound. Yeah. Probably shouldn't use that word. Oh. It's a little long for an episode title, but so-and-so joins the Cult of Odd and plays Interview Roulette. No. It's long, but my brain went to so many great images. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So, we're going to talk about Christmas and uh, some of the, the lesser-known facts and some of the weird traditions and stuff. From around the world. Plus, we've got the the rest of our normal craziness that uh, we talk about. There's normal craziness? Because every week it seems to get weirder. Well, that's kind of by design. Your uh, fun size version is going to be a little bit bigger than normal, so don't worry. We're not... Uh, I'm I know... giving you a little extra fun for the holidays. Yeah. Uh, an incentive to come join the Cult of Odd. I don't like the look that just crossed Ari's face. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to jingle the your bells. Also, you can jingle ours. Mm. You want to jingle our bells? I'm going to tell you right now, you don't want to get caught under the mistletoe with me. The seven most terrifying Christmas traditions from around the world. One of them is getting caught under the mistletoe with me. 
course, this one uh, has gained popularity in the last few years. Uh, we're gonna we're talking about Krampus. Um, it is a uh, European tradition. Yeah. Uh, in many European countries, Saint Nicholas has a companion who acts as a negative counterpart. Uh, Saint Nick is the benevolent good cop, and uh, Krampus is the bad cop. Uh, he's a demonic half-goat monster with horns and a long tongue. He drags chains behind him as he walks and rattles them ominously. Wasn't he Sounds a character like a f- on WWE? <laughs> I swear I remember seeing this gimmick. This just sounds like someone that walks out of the BDSM club. That joke was for Hootis, by the way. Um, that joke was specifically for Hootis. Merry Christmas, Hootis. That is my gift to you. Is, oh, Ruff Wesley, is, Yeah, is that joke specifically? I have a question for you. I might have an answer. I'm in the middle of doing a show here. What the hell do you want? Reddit's asking a question, and Ari didn't know how to answer it, and neither do I. What? Does Cultivar discuss or reference entertainment or games involving sex? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. I... Uh, I've talked about playing the Leisure Suit Larry games. True. That's weird. And I, I do... That's weird. No, it's because they're trying to decide whether or not we need a not safe for work handle. We do. <laughs> No, because if we have a not safe for work handle, we can be semi not safe for work. But if we get that that label, there's some things I can't do. Ah, oh, damn. Because they usually have follow up questions. They just did. Yeah. Recreational drug use. Yep. They it, they they have questions but then they have qualifiers to those questions when i went through and answered them i had those questions but the the qualifiers i was able to answer in a way that that reddit stand of my business fit, fits <laughs> us more because like we're not um promoting uh, uh excessive drug use news and stuff like that yeah we yeah. talk about that stuff we talk about games we talk about you know a bunch of different stuff so it does cover it but we're not specifically focused on that so if you're asked those questions by reddit think before you answer anyways um krampus he carries a birch whip uh, a piece of birch to whip bad children and sometimes a basket or a sack for kidnapping them (laughs) this sounds like a lot of european (laughs) people didn't want their kids and made them disappear You want to say it again? Nope. She said, Daddy, sorry. Harder, Daddy. No! <laughs> the Eve of St. Nicholas, December 5th, is Kropschnot. Oh, I think you butchered that. Yeah. <laughs> Hordes of Krampuses march through Alpine uh, towns in elaborate sinister costumes in recent years the Krampus's tendency to go on drunken rampages getting in fights and destroying property has become a bit of a problem Billy what if we told you you're not supposed to go out and cause issues look it's one night a year <laughs> and I don't do it drunk you know the first night he ever did it he ran out of the house screaming the wrong thing he ran out of the house screaming Rumspringer <laughs> One day a year, I am allowed out of the house. That's it. There's a reason we have a lock on our door. It's fully deadbolted. It's not to keep people out. It's to keep them in. It's to keep the monster. Don't you want to join us? <laughs> Don't worry. Our razor wire face is inside the property. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on in. Um, Frau Percha is Austrian and Bavaria, uh, from Austria and Bavaria. Uh, Frau Percha is a witch who comes to see who has been naughty or nice. She slits the bellies of bad children and stuffs their corpses with straws. Cool, scarecrows. I knew she would like that. <laughs> well, she missed me. It's sort of like Santa bringing coal, but, you know, with disembowelment. Don't eat any of the sausage you get for Christmas. Ugh. <laughs> Summer sausage was those naughty children. 
I don't like it here anymore. <laughs> uh, Mary Lou, this one comes from Wales. Uh, imagine it's New Year's Eve, you're a small Welsh child, and you hear a knock on the door. You open it. Looming over you is a creature with ho- with a horse's skull wearing a long, billowing cloak and trailed by people chanting. In the horse's eye uh, cavities are fake eyeballs. The mouth is slightly ajar. You're paralyzed in terror. As you wet yourself in fear, adults around you wish each other a happy new year. That just sounds like an eyes wide shut party that you woke up on. Oh. What if we told you about leaving the house? <laughs> <laughs> they said horse's skull, okay? Oh, come on. They said horse's oh. skull. So you bought a child at the end of the night then? Horse's skull. I hate it. I, this is weird. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> One of us. Gorilla the Yule Cat. This one comes from Iceland. Uh, Gryla, I'm going to say, is probably closer to how it's supposed to be pronounced, is a giant ogre who lives in a cave during christmas she emerges to hunt for children which she kidnaps takes to her cave and cooks in a vat of stew out of my soul <laughs> gryla has a variety of companions including the yule lads her 13 unruly troll children large adult son and I can't pronounce this name to save my life so we're just gonna go with the yule cat Oh, for f- nope. Oh my god, I think the Smosh did something to do with the Yule Lads once. I can't even. Uh, you put it in chat. The Yule Lads sounds like a shitty YouTuber name. Look in the chat for the name he refuses to try to pronounce on air because it'll be wrong. Aww. <laughs> There's no way that I could even begin to think of how to pronounce that. Gibberish. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Ari might be able to get it. She's good at these type of random things. She also might fail miserably at it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I know the J is yo. So it would be like Yol. Yol Hostaturn. Like Yol yeah. Yolakaturin. Yeah. Yol Cat. It's and not Cat. because their letters don't mean the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you think uh, that Yol Cat might sit on your lap and as you open gifts, playing with the wrapping paper and contributing to the overall atmosphere of cozy Christmas? Wrong. The Yule Cat is terrifying, like Satan, walking among us like a roaming lion, seeking whom he may devour. The massive Yule Cat lopes through the town in dark, peering into the lighted windows of children's bedrooms. The only way to save yourself from being eaten is to show him you've got clothes for Christmas. Because you were good this year. If you didn't get any new clothes, you leave out old clothes and hope to God they meet his standards. That's just Mr. Johnson from up the street. Somebody needs to put him back on the registry. You get your piggly bitch back here. <laughs> oh, no. Looking for the paper, boy. Oh, what? okay. Uh, Hans Trop. Uh, this is from a region of France. According to Alassian lore, Hans Trapp was a local man renowned for his greed and unscrupulousness. He used witchcraft and deals with the devil to become rich. After being excommunicated from the Catholic Church, he lost his wealth and social standing. He took to roaming the countryside disguised as a scarecrow. At some point, Hans Trapp became consumed with the idea of tasting human flesh. He lured a... Yeah. This doesn't even taste like five guys. No! It was only three. Come on, that already got you banned from Facebook once. Can we not make that joke again? (laughs) He lured a shepherd boy to his death, then cooked him over a fire. Before Hans Trapp could take his first bite, however, God, finally feeling that things had gone too far, struck him with lightning. That was too far? Hans Trapp died, but he returned sometimes on Christmas to go from door to door looking for young, tasty children. Killing the kid wasn't bad enough. That doesn't. He has to wait until he tries to eat him. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that's as scary as it seems because I'm just picturing Dan Schneider. See, I was going more with what happens when Bezos finally falls. <laughs> 
the Kilikazarian. Uh, this is Greece, Bulgaria, Serbia, and Turkey. The Kilikazarian are goblins who spend most of the year underground trying to bring about the apocalypse. Oh, nice. Dude, I'm a mythical Christmas creature. One of us. During Advent, they come out on human territory to cause mischief and evil. They are sometimes described as black furry creatures with tusks and horns. They usually are male and are grotesquely well endowed. Uh. I don't have tusks or horns. That we can see. I live underground and I am quite hairy. And I wouldn't... I, I wouldn't say I'm actively trying to bring about the apocalypse, just rooting it on from the stands. <laughs> uh, yes, I know you can order them. I don't need them. Uh, Pierre Fittard? I'm butchering most of these because I don't... That's okay. You should go read the chat. Who just needs a good smack on the face? I don't see the lie, though. Let's see. Wait, he got excommunicated from the church and they're still praying on young boys to fuck. <laughs> What's a priest? Always a priest. Aww. No lies detected. <laughs> Some habits are just hard to break, okay? Truth. Habit, huh? Nice little... I saw what you did there and I love that one. That was good. Uh, Pierre Fertured was a butcher. He and his wife kidnapped, robbed, and killed wealthy children. Uh, then carved up their bodies and hid them in salting barrels. St. Nicholas discovered the crime and brought the children back to life. As a punishment, he forced Pierre Fertard into bondage as his eternal cannibal manservant. He follows St. Nick around, dealing with the problem children. Yes, Daddy? Sorry. Like, that's all I... <laughs> that, that, that... Mm. Look, all I'm saying is, I don't think he was necessarily wrong. Rich children tend to be brats. And every Brett needs to get punished. I mean, no lies detected. <laughs> they got real quiet in your guys. No, no lies detected. That's that's all I'm gonna say. I hate it here. I didn't ask to be called out. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Some brats just need to be punished. (laughs) That's the quiet I was looking for. If you want to hear the whole interview, and we know that you do, head to our Patreon to become a Cultivide member today. You'll get access to our love, full interviews, videos, and more. More than you can ever imagine. Join us now.